Today, I want to share a story about how my past life, what I consider to be my past life, has prepared me for my current life. And the more I think about it, the more similarities that there are between the two, which I would have never predicted um, coming into this field. Uh, if we haven't met before, I'm Chelsea Hayes, the Course Pro, and I help entrepreneurs launch their digital courses. We're a done-for-you service, and we specialize in Kajabi. And so now, all I talk about, all I do are course launches for digital courses. But I used to work in the hospitality industry. So I'm going to give you a little bit of my background and, and share one particular story that like was a game changer. It was this aha moment I had back then and serves me now in my life today. So I started my career 2008, I did an internship at Dallas Country Club. I had never stepped foot in a country club ever. Uh, I interviewed over the phone and it was my first time ever being literally stepping foot in a country club and that kicked off a 10 year career. So I uh, went to school at Iowa State University. So I drove, I drove to Dallas, big city. I'm from small town, Nebraska. So Dallas was like a big thing, but I instantly fell in love with this country club, this private club world, because there's so much that happens operationally for these country clubs. And these are not like the little mom and pop country club in small town. These are big city country clubs. These are clubs that have initiation fees of $75,000, $85,000. The people that that are members of these clubs are presidents and CEOs and strong community members in each of those cities. So that summer was like this whole eye-opening experience that there's this entire industry, this entire world um, that I loved doing. I was a food and beverage. My degree is hotel, restaurant, and institution management, but hospitality management, think food and beverage, right? And so I did that internship. I did, I worked at other country clubs in Milwaukee and Des Moines, and that's actually what brought me to Charlotte. Uh, we moved here about 12 years ago. I've since left the club, but I was um, working at the country club in Charlotte here for seven years. And so what I really liked about that is it was high volume. It was fast paced. There were so many different things happening at the same time because all of these country clubs, they have multiple outlets for food and beverage, different restaurants, um, different um, operations, and specifically events. I loved the event side of things. So weddings, birthday parties, uh, retirement parties, bridal showers, um, fundraisers, golf tournaments, Memorial Day outings, Christmas parties, like debutante balls. There's so many different types of events. And I just, I loved that there was always something different and always something new. And working in that realm, um, there are two different roles. So the manager and then the event planner. And the manager is somebody who executes the event the day of. They're the ones that are um, talking to the bartenders, making sure they have the bar stocked. They're talking to the servers, making sure they know what appetizers they're passing. They're going through the room, making sure it's set up correctly. And we have enough chairs for everybody to have a plated dinner, right? So they're really focused on kind of that day of execution. The other 
other side of it, and I should say this, there are so many other people that go into any kind of event. Um, but, but specifically my role, I started as a manager and then I shifted into an event planner role. So the event planner is more long-term, right? So if I'm planning an event, I'm probably talking with the host. I'm probably talking about with the bride and groom, or I'm probably planning for months and maybe even a year plus in advance for that one particular day. And so uh, I started out as a manager and I shifted into the event planning role and I I really loved it. Um, there are so many, my brain is logistics and there's so many hours that go into planning an event and certainly the day of an event. And um, I just really felt like I was firing on all, all cylinders being in that space. And if you've never worked in hospitality or if you've never worked in a restaurant or if you've never maybe like done catering, there's there's a term that we use all the time and it's front of house and back of house. And so front of house, like think about it. If you have gone to a wedding, you have experienced the front of house. You've saw, you've seen the lobby, you've seen maybe a ballroom, you've seen um, like the place where they cut the cake, right? That's front of house. That's where the guests and the members have their experience. The other side of that is back of the house. So back of the house is where the offices are. It's where the kitchen is. It's where the storage rooms are. It's where we prepare everything before bringing it out on the floor or bringing it to the front of the house. And so as as a team member, as an employee, you're front of the house, back of the house all the time, on the floor, off the floor. We kind of use those terms interchangeably, but the guests, they only see that one particular aspect. And where I worked, it was all about the member experience. Like the food was exceptional, yes. The golf course was exceptional, yes. But it's really, truly how people felt when they walked through, walked through our doors. Like that was the name of the game. Um, in Charlotte, the country club I worked at was ranked number six out of 5,000 private clubs in the country. So we were like cream of the crop and a fantastic place to work and just to be a part of, right? Um, and what was, what like separated us from all the other clubs is this member experience. And we went to great lengths to memorize and know every single member and their spouse and their kids to know them by name. And it ta- I promise you it takes years to get to know a thousand different families and be able to call them by name. But that's that's part of the reason why it was so special to be there because we really cared for them. And it was um, kind of this thing like if you got a thank you note, like a ha- an actual handwritten thank you note, not just an email, then, then you're sitting pretty, right? As an employee, uh, you want that coveted thank you note because you, it, it was just a moment of gratitude um, for all the work that you do to have somebody recognize you, to have a member uh, send in a thank you note to our CEO or to send a thank you note to our boss, right? That's just, that was just part of the culture. And I especially loved the club in Charlotte, very down to earth people. You probably think like hoity toity, all of that kind of stuff, but it really truly was down to earth people compared to some of the other <laughs> clubs I worked at um, around the country. Um, 
But I want to tell you a story about somebody that I worked with. Let's just call him Mark for fun. Um, he was somebody that we all loved, but we're always kind of slightly annoyed by him because he always seemed to be in the right place at the right time. The members loved him. He would get all these perks and the rest of us are like, why do you get everything? Um, different things like um, he would get tickets to the Panthers football game, right? Or somebody had updated their wardrobe and got all new suits. So he got their, I say old suits, but these are like high quality suits that he got and they just happened to fit him, right? Like people would give him things all the time. And uh, they would ask him for favors and, you know, simple things that any employee would do. And he, he, he would do it for them and they would just like love him forever, right? And it was just almost this like, why, why do you get all these opportunities? We couldn't understand. And as event planners, we would joke because we spend all this time, we spend hours and hours and weeks and months planning these events the event would happen. He was one of the managers and the like the bride or the host would just gush over how amazing this person was. And we're like, we're the ones that have been spending so much time setting you up. Like what what is it about this person, about this guy that um, makes him just get these opportunities? Why is he so why is he so lucky? Let me give you an example. So there was a wedding one time and the grandma of the bride fell. She was about, it was the end of the reception. She was about to leave and she fell and hurt herself. And so he swooped in, he took care of her, got her the first aid kit, like a glass of water, making sure she was, she was totally fine. Right. But any of us would do this if anybody fell, especially a grandma, especially a grandma of the bride, right. You would swoop in and take care of them. But after that, it was like he was the golden goose, like everybody loved him. And it's like, well, any of us would have done that, would have done the same thing. But why does he get this opportunity? Why is he so lucky? And I really gave it a lot of thought. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And it came down to one thing. It's because he was there. Physically, he was there. He was there when somebody needed a favor. He was there when somebody said, hey, I have these extra tickets. Do you want them? He was there when this grandma fell down. And so, of course, he's going to help her out, right? He was physically there in the room. That was the difference. And, and I realized where my mindset goes, like, for example, a wedding, right? We get through the main part of it. The meal has served, the drink, like the bar is still running, the cake has been cut, the speeches have been given, the um, first dances are done. And so there's this downtime from, from an event planner side of things, even just a manager like running it there, you get through all the main components of a wedding and then you have some downtime um, while the reception is still happening. So what I would do is I would go back of the house, I would go back to my office, sit down for the first time all day and check my email, right? Like we're setting up these weddings, you're on the floor, you're setting up all day long. Like, especially if a bridal party is getting ready at the facility in our ladies locker room, we're there at like nine or 10 in the morning. And so the event or the wedding goes till midnight, 
you, it's a very long day, right? So you need, you need a moment to sit down, but I would go and then start to think through, okay, let me check my emails. Um, we've got a baptism lunch tomorrow. We've got a golf tournament next week. We've got a fundraiser on Friday and my mind just starts going, what's the next event, right? So when I, when I wasn't needed anymore, I went back to the house, back to the office and like started cranking through the next thing, right? But what was different is Mark would stay on the floor. He would stay on the floor. He would be engaging with guests. He would be talking with members. And when these little things came up that you can't plan, like a grandma falling down and getting hurt, he was right there because literally he was in the room. He was in the space. And I I think there are two different aspects here that are both equally important. You do need the front of house. You need that person that's making sure everybody's taken care of. You do need the back of house to make sure that these operations are still running. Um, and if you're trying to do everything just yourself, it it doesn't work or you're not as successful or it just doesn't go as smoothly or frankly, you're just burnt out and overwhelmed because you're trying to do front of the house, back of the house, in front of your guests, behind the scenes, all at the same time. So both are required. And that is one of the reasons why I loved being part of this team is because, you know, it could be something where Mark says, hey, I'm on the floor, you go take a break, uh, or you go sit down for a couple of minutes. And then I am trusting because I know he's going to be taking care of our guests, our members, the bride and groom, and they're still in really good hands, right? So it's like this combined effort. And I share this with you because this is how I think of course launches. There is a front of house and there's a back of house and both are exceptionally important. But what happens is if you don't keep your front of house, you don't keep your guests satisfied, you don't keep a kind of a pulse on what's going on in there, then the event goes downhill, right? People are not satisfied. They're not happy. Something happens. Um, people get rowdy and, you know, glass breaks or, you know, whatever that may be. And over time, what happens is the front of house, maybe people aren't having great experiences. So they're not going to also recommend this facility or this uh, place for their next event or somebody else that they know. And then over time, when your front of house is not taken care of, People start to leave or they're disgruntled, disgruntled or you're, you're having like some not exceptional people inside your facility. And if that happens, then you don't need the back of the house anymore. If you don't have people coming through your door that are here for a great experience that want to continue coming back through your front door, then it doesn't matter what you're doing back of the house because you don't have people. You don't have people for your event. And that is... That is something I think a lot of entrepreneurs and course creators forget is both aspects are really important, but you truly are the only one that can handle the front of house. Other people can do back of house just because you can do back of the house doesn't mean that you should. So I want you to think about that. Are you, when it comes to your online business, when it comes to your digital course, when it comes to your launch, are you operating front of the house? Or are you operating back of the house, uh, behind the scenes? Where are you? And if you think about it, an event, a wedding is just the same as a launch. 
right? It's this digital event that's happening. There's invitations. There's a timeline to stick to. We have to have people RSVP so we know who's coming, right? Um, We have to create this quote unquote menu and cook it and serve it to people, right? That might be your digital course, your uh, you have it prepared or maybe it's your live webinar, you have it prepared and you give it to people, you serve it to people. There is a flow of your audience. How are they coming in through the front doors? What are they going to do first? What are they going to do next? How do they end the event? Um, and ultimately, it's you're giving them this experience that we never want them to forget. We want this to be an amazing experience that they keep talking about again and again. So I really want that to sink in for you. If you are spending all of your time back of the house, what's happening to the front of your house? If you're spending all of your time on your landing pages, scheduling emails, um, if you're spending all of your time tweaking, Googling or searching YouTube videos on how to create automations in Kajabi, what's happening to the front of the house? What's happening to your audience? What's happening to your social media following? What's happening to your email list? right? Are those people being taken care of? Are they getting the experience that they want? Are you still their go-to person? Or no, you've let them slip a little bit because you're spending your time behind the scenes. So think about that. Um, And I just invite you, if you find yourself scooting to the back of the kitchen to like prep the hors d'oeuvres or get them ready, uh, instead of chatting with your guests and making sure that they are they are taken care of, then reach out. We'd love to be your back of house for your digital course launch. This is something we do all the time, but we do have limited spots. We can only take on a handful of people. We only have two spots left for the month of May. And during this month, we are giving an extra bonus where um, we're offering coaching and accountability for the three months after your launch so that we can guide you in what your next steps are so you can prepare for your second launch and make sure that your people are taken care of. So if you find that helpful, uh, send me a DM or you can go to yourcoursepro.com slash launch. There's all the details. You'll answer a couple questions and then you and I can hop on a call. So I just wanted to share that with you because My past life has served me in so many ways for my existing life, even though they are wildly, wildly different. Running in-person events, working 12-hour days, staying till 2 a.m. once the bridal party leaves and having to flip it to the next day, uh, working holidays, totally different in the online space. But a lot of my experiences there from an event planner standpoint, definitely from the logistics Uh, and loving the logistics has served me and will continue to serve me in this new and current life.